I'd like to invite you now to bow your heads for an opening prayer. Dear Lord, before we open your word, we ask you to open our hearts. We need an open heart. And you would come. You would fill us up. You would give us your mercies, your grace, your hand. We just heard the poem about your hand, Jesus. Please extend your hand and touch everyone this morning or this afternoon. And we want to thank you. Amen. Have you ever walked in a cemetery? I assume you did. Have you ever read the inscriptions on the tombstones? Some are very solemn. Some are giving us some kind of wisdom what to do in life. Some are funny. Some are even silly. But it seems to me that people like inscriptions. They like something that would outlive them. But we are going to learn something about inscribed names. I remember once I went to a a food store to do some shopping, and as I was looking around, I noticed an elderly lady. She did not carry a smartphone. She did not carry a piece of paper with the shopping list. But she opened her palm. She went to a certain shelf, took something. She went on. She looked at her palm again. So I was curious, what is she doing? Then when I stepped a little closer, I noticed something. Her shopping list was written in her palm. And I never seen that before, and I was surprised that she decided to do this. But it had a practical purpose, probably, because she did not want to lose it. And as you probably noticed, that there are some shopping lists everywhere in stores left on the shelves. But this lady was inscribing something on her palm. And let's turn to the Word of God, because there is somebody who inscribed your name on his palm. Let's turn to the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah is a beautiful book, because it contains so much about the coming Messiah. Some said that this prophet Isaiah is like um, an evangelist or a gospel writer in the Old Testament. And so I'm, I'm turning to Isaiah 49 and then verses 14 to 16. 
Isaiah 49 and verses 14 to 16. It says, But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me, and my Lord has forgotten me. Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. Inscribed on the palms of his hands. What does that mean? You know, sometimes God is testing our faith. And because of the pressure of life, we tend to believe that we are forgotten or forsaken by God. And we know that this is something of a terrible feeling. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But this Bible verse is also an encouragement because it says that even if a woman decides to forsake her child, God would never forsake you. And there is a beautiful Bible verse. If you turn with me back to the book of uh, Joshua. The book of Joshua has a very special introduction or first chapter. If we go to Joshua chapter 1 verse 5, it says, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you, nor forsake you. Same words. Isaiah 49. It says, Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. I will never forsake you. And you know, because Jesus had to go through an experience to be forsaken by God, we don't have to go through that experience. And I think it, this is God's mercy, and that shows us the depth of his love, that he carried that burden that nobody else could carry. And you, we don't have to carry we don't need to think about, not even think about, that God has forsaken or has forgotten. Even when you are in the deepest trouble, when you are sick, or your wife or your husband is sick, or your child or your grandchild, never ever think that this is because God has forsaken you. And so this Bible verse says that we are not forsaken, but God will always remember us because something is before him. It says your walls are continually before me. 
which means that God wants to protect you, putting almost, in a spiritual sense, a wall around you. And it says, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. But God's hands would even give more than that. As I was studying this chapter, Isaiah 49, I discovered that there are two more places where God's hands are mentioned. So if you go to the verse 2, Isaiah 49. And the second half of verse 2 says, In the shadow of his hand, he has hidden me. We need to ask Moses. Because when God was revealing his character... I, I want to see your face. That's what Moses was asking. I, I have to see you. Then God told him, you would stand in this cleft, and then I will, I will cover you with my hand. Then I will pass before you, and you can see my back. You, you, you can see my face face. But as long as I'm passing, I will cover you with my hand. How big is God's hand? Think about that. God covered him. And I can imagine Moses standing in that opening uh, in the rock. He was protected by those rocks. But most importantly, he was covered and protected by God's hand. And so he could see God, his back. And so God is saying that in the shadow of my hand, I have hidden you. In the shadow of his hand, he has hidden me. That's what Isaiah is saying. And I wish we would all have this experience how God is really uh, covering us. And he is the one who, is, who has inscribed our names. And there is a third place in Isaiah 49 and verse 16. Very interesting. If you turn with me to Isaiah 49 and verse 16, what we read. I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. And also verse 22. Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will lift my hand in an oath to the nations and set up my standard for the peoples. They shall bring your sons in their arms and your daughters shall be carried on their shoulders. Kings shall be your foster fathers and their queens, your nursing mothers. Think about that. God's hand is protecting. God's hand is keeping your name. 
And God's hand is finishing human history. And it says that they will, the nations will help you. They shall bring your sons. Have you ever been worried about your sons? Your daughters? Your grandkids? And I think this is going to be the most beautiful experience. What we cannot really comprehend. But it says that those, even kings or queens, will be foster fathers and nursing mothers. And they will carry your sons and your daughters on their shoulders. And this is a beautiful promise because this is because of God's hand. He says, behold, I will lift my hand in an oath to the nations. And most of all, we need to remember one thing, that there will be something in, in the hands of Jesus that would remind everyone for all eternity that he had to be forsaken and die forsaken that you would not be forsaken you would be protected your names would be inscribed the book of Revelation talks about the book of life And it talks about names written in that book. And that book belongs to the Lamb. And your names will be written there. And Jesus promised for those who overcome that I will not blot out their names from the book of life. And those whose names are written in the book, will enter the new Jerusalem. That's the most beautiful promise. But we will be reminded of something. And I found two beautiful quotations uh, from Ellen White. One goes back to 1905. That's an old one. 1905, Rivian Herald, March 9, 1905. When she wrote the following, Christ ascended to heaven bearing a sanctified holy humanity. He took this humanity with him into the heavenly courts and through the eternal ages he will bear it. As the one who has redeemed every human being in the city of God. The one who has pleaded before the Father. I have graven them upon the palms of my hands. So he's pleading before the Father. He's representing humanity. He 
He represented fallen humanity, but he's representing now the redeemed humanity. In his body. And for eternal ages he will bear this body. He would limit himself to this body. And he would limit himself to the scars. His head, hands, side, feet. The other quotation goes even further. This is from the Great Controversy, page 674. One reminder alone remains. Our Redeemer will ever bear the marks of his crucifixion. Upon his wounded head, upon his side, his hands and feet are the only traces of the cruel work that sin has wrought. Cruel marks or traces of the cruel work of sin. And sometimes I wonder why why did God decide this way? That for eternal ages, forever, there will be something, a reminder, a reminder of sin. Nothing else will remind us of sin. No more sorrow, no more death, no more crying, no more tears. No more hospitals. No cemeteries anymore. No funeral services. No hospice. No physicians. No nurses. I apologize for this. <laughs> there will be without job. <laughs> Yes. But the thing is that uh, Jesus decided, I believe, even before it all happened, he decided that he would carry those marks forever. I think we have a beautiful picture somewhere, maybe in this church or somewhere else. I saw this picture of the new earth and Jesus there. And a little girl is standing by Jesus and she's asking, what happened to your hand? Have you seen that picture? It's painted by, uh, I think, Harry Anderson, I believe, an Adventist painter. Uh, so this little girl is asking the question, what happened? Why do you have that mark? cruel mark of the big nails. Those were big. 15 or 20 inches long. Destroyed the muscles, bones, if it touched the bones. Plus the weight of his own body. And the crown of thorns, 
that was pushed down on his head. The spear that pierced the side and his feet as well. They were nailed to the cross. But this is all because he loved us so much. Then he said, don't think about being forgotten. Never. Isaiah said, and and the Lord is saying through Isaiah, see, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. So your names are written there. We'll be written there forever. And that's what we need to believe when we come to this table this afternoon. And this is because Jesus decided to mark your name on the palm of his hand. And I'm praying to God that that would be something we should never, never, ever forget. So those marks are not only showing his love, but they are proclaiming that you are one of those who are saved. Your name, your names are written in the book of life. Amen.